Hello, my name's Evie and I'm here to have an honest discussion about all things sex, mental health and self-love with some amazing people I've met through Instagram. Most Fridays, unless I'm going out for a drink, join me for a good old chat on everything surrounding sex and your body with some of the best in the sex positive community. Welcome to Clitory the Best, a conversation with Chloe from Stripper Stories podcast discussing sex work and stripping. Hello. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. How's it going? Good. You How can... are you? Yeah, good. Yeah, I'm really you. good. Thank you for having me. Good. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, how are you coping with corona? Gotta ask the question. As, you know. I haven't left the house in three days. I still shower. Okay. Nice. Not my arsehole, just my no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I I uh yeah, I haven't left the house in three days, so it is a lot working from home. I know you work from home as well, mm. don't you? You said so. Yeah, yeah, like this year I've spent most of it indoors. I'm like pale as fuck. Yeah, Spotty. And my it's arsehole is just massive, like KFC massive. We're talking like all oh I do is like KFC. I'm like, ah, oh. <laughs> yeah, I've got so many takeaways. My yeah, it's not good. <laughs> great. great, really. Inside. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Ooh, Ooh this is a <laughs> bit like, oh, what about me? Um, well, I am a podcast host now since Corona. I've had less to do in the strip club. So pre-Corona, mm-hmm. I was a stripper. Um, I worked in all the all the places that anyone's ever been to in central London, pretty much I've been there. Nice. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I was just a pro stripper for a really long time. I worked in a dom house um, in Soho for a long time too. And then, uh, yeah, now I'm a cam girl. So it's kind of like things have changed a lot for me because obviously mm. Corona and like, you know, condoms do not stop Corona. So, yes. you know, as we were all very much <laughs> aware of. So um, yeah, I mean, I hope the clubs will open up soon but we mm-hmm. we're still waiting for that it's still very um dry on the stripping front so yeah cam camming yeah. and podcasting is my game now nice nice yeah. Love it. Mm-hmm. um yeah so we have some set questions I'm just going to run through probably we'll go off topic but um how long no. have you been working in the adult industry and how did you get into it how did it first start well, funny story. I mean, I've been there for about <laughs> 10 years now. Um, oh, wow. And I think I'll just, I'll just stay in it. Why not? You know, it wasn't something mm. I planned on doing from being a child. I wasn't like, oh, that's <laughs> what I aspire to do. Swing around a pole with my tits out. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was basically a, a broke student. Like we've all been before. Mm. I did a master's degree um, and nice. I was just, you know, strapped for cash, worked in a bar, mm-hmm. ended up dating this piano player who worked in the bar you know that old story and he Classic. saw uh, a <laughs> yeah it was just it wasn't Richard Gere in Pretty Woman vibe it was like ridiculously <laughs> shit like I was oh, pouring God. shots over the bar and like one day he saw these guys giving me their number and he was like you know what you could do you could be a stripper and like oh. maybe pay off your debt with the amount of like you know attention you're getting I'm like right and you were together yeah oh cocksucker cock yeah he sounds sucker. like a dick brick <laughs> Anyway, he was a fucking cocksucker. And um, one day I, I, uh, we broke up, we had an argument. And then I, I thought, well, actually, maybe he's got a point. So mm-hmm. I toddled off down to Mayfair, auditioned, and then I worked the same night. And then I haven't looked back since. So that was, yeah. Nice. Yeah. He's kind of the best thing that he did for you then was tell you to go strip. Thank you, arsehole, wherever you yeah. may be. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. What do you enjoy most about your job? What's your favorite part? Um, I think it's like meeting so many people. Like, I don't mm. think I would have met, you know, the amount, not just the amount of people, but like the 
scope of of types of people you know with different mm. jobs you know with different like lifestyles backgrounds like it's really the foot traffic through a strip club is ridiculous back in I the can day, imagine you know? <laughs> so yeah so I guess it's that and I learned I've learned so much from these people you know whether it be like the good the bad or the ugly kind mm. of thing so um and also hang, hanging out with the girls and you know getting getting like a really positive like sexual aspect of mm. things from a quite a young kind of impressionable age I guess you know being 22 first starting yeah. out being like newly just dating guys and things because I was quite like a late bloomer mm. um so to really kind of come into my sexual prime I guess um as a woman like while being a stripper it's pretty like empowering I guess yeah um, it must be well liberating and yeah, yeah. it was cool nice. I really enjoyed that so that was probably one of my one of my faves yeah do you find um the girls there is it like more of like a community or is it like the classic hustlers movie what's the kind of vibe <laughs> or does it depend it, where you are <laughs> it is it is a zoo babe it is an actual oh zoo. god <laughs> i'm telling you now it is yeah it's death stairs it's like don't you dare steal my customer like it's oh like gosh. pulling my hair out you know flicking the weave it's horrible but wow. it does make you a different person and you've got to be pretty confident then have you always been confident or has that made you like that from stripping um, I, I definitely wasn't, I mean, I wasn't the, the like wallflower. I never have been. Um, mm. and obviously I did it. I went to drama school, so, I, you know, I'm a little oh, nice. bit like out there. So yeah. that was kind of like my thing. I was never really like a nervous person, but mm. I think it's different being an actor and then actually being, uh, you know, body confident. Yeah. I mean, being naked on a pole is like a completely different thing. You know, mm. they always say, even if you're an actor doing a sex scene, it's like, oh my God, you know? Um, so it was like that every night for me. So I think I had to like grow up quite quickly when it came to mm. like my body, you know, and just like yeah, what it can do and like what it looks like in underwear and what it doesn't look like in underwear and people looking at me. And so um, mm. I, wasn't, I wasn't confident when I first started stripping, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking no. Um, I was an absolute mess of a person. Oh God, um, what's like, did you have to like audition and stuff? Like, yeah. is it? Oh God. Yeah, it was How dark. Was it was fucking dark. <laughs> It was like, I literally put into YouTube how to be a stripper, like how to dance like Love a stripper. It. I was that mental. Um, so yeah, you can imagine I was legs and arms all over the place. Like I did a classical dance. So it's not like I was doing pirouettes around the pole. <laughs> it was not a pretty sight, but you do learn as on the job, you know. Yeah, so. I can imagine. Oh, yeah. that's, that's amazing. <laughs> I was going, well, another question we kind of answered is, um, how has it changed this year with Rona? Like... How's Corona changed? Oh. So I guess, yeah, you're not stripping. I'm not. In person. <laughs> no. Actually, yeah, I have done a Zoom, uh, a Zoom, what do they, they call them even now? Like stag do. Oh, wow. I a Zoom stag do. Yeah. I mean, it was through a friend of a friend of a friend and they like had planned their stag do for, yeah, during Corona. And so I literally had 40 men on a Zoom call. <laughs> literally, it was mental. Oh, God. Um, and I was there in my like stripper outfit, had a few shots yeah. of tequila. I was like, this is fucking mental. <laughs> um, and they're all there like, Ugh! like, yeah. I told them all Oh God, yeah, because they would have all been on their own and stuff. So they're all just yeah. like staring at home with their wives <laughs> in the next room. Literally. Wow. I could hear babies crying. It was not. Oh, not we- sexy yeah, then. Was- no. <laughs> No, it wasn't wow what do you yeah. like because some people personally I don't think some people class that oh if you go to a strip, strip club you're like cheating and all that personally I don't think that at all but what, yeah what's your view on that kind of vibe when people are like 
oh you're married now you can't go to the strip club or something like that it's like okay it's like saying to your husband or girlfriend or whatever or mm. partner you can't watch porn i'm like well yeah. that's fucking weird as well like mm. we're we're like carnal beasts we're supposed to like you know it's like i mean i don't really think i truly believe in being um monogamous because we mm. are animals we like to like look at other things it's like shiny magpie yeah. syndrome right there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that looking is not, not touching is cheating right no. um and it is a job at the end of the day you know those strippers aren't there to like steal your husband or yeah they're not gonna fall in love <laughs> yeah i mean come on with your wallet only okay yeah like that's how it is <laughs> so um yeah it's i don't think you know going to strip club is a i mean i work in strip club obviously i'm biased you mm. know so anyone who's out there who's very vanilla or like you know don't doesn't really mm. like fun it you know i guess comfortable to go into those sorts of places I completely Mm. understand it's not for everyone um and so yeah it's just about what you're comfortable with and what your partner's comfortable with but personally I think there's Mm. nothing wrong with it you know no not at all yeah I guess it is literally like the same as porn really Um, yeah it's less than porn you know it's like yeah there's no touching yeah you're not like fucking in front of him so right (laughs) exactly it's literally like the most tame thing you'll ever see in the world it's not we're not in like Vegas strip clubs that's like it's you know in mm. the uk it's very different very so, like yeah, yeah rules very uh, okay mm. um <laughs> of course I've, these probably are all the most cliche questions you get asked all the time oh but no i don't mind at all <laughs> what's <laughs> the most <laughs> what's the most outrageous story or stories that you can share from your job <laughs> that's probably quite a hard one <laughs> i mean oh recently okay so this isn't mm. what i actually haven't told anyone because this has only happened to me this oh juicy this is a juicy one <laughs> juicy juicy i've been dying to tell it Love i haven't it. told it on my podcast yet so you're the first one <laughs> exclusive to get this one. exclusive guys there's people out there like this truly truly oh my god okay so this week i was on cam so this isn't a stripping story as such mm-hmm. um and there was a guy and his name was his tagline on actually maybe i shouldn't say that because you could probably look him up but <laughs> But his tagline was similar to something like, I love to cheat. Uh, And that's his like name on the thing. And I was like, right, okay, well, okay, how far do we go here? So Mm -hmm. he was scouting adult work, which is like an online cam platform for for a woman to invite to his wedding that he would put up in the same hotel as him and his wife and all of the guests and who he would fuck before his wife on his wedding day because the first person (laughs) he wanted to fuck after being married was an escort oh my god did the wife i was was the wife gonna know like was this no no no, she doesn't know anything oh my god so he's been cheating on her yeah right he's been cheating on her since they started together and now they're getting married (sighs) in next year in this place where he told me it all was and he was like would you consider coming and i'm pretending i've got this whole plan like planned out would you consider coming and and being my ex-colleague and oh my god! I'll... So you'd like go to the reception and stuff? Yeah, like, you'd actual... go to the whole the whole thing. <laughs> oh my god! Like, yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm going to send you the wedding band, and I want a video of you fingering yourself with the wedding band on before she use before she wears it." Fucking hell! I want, <laughs> I yeah, it's literally dark. I want you to um have sex with me uh in her underwear, and then I want her to wear them afterwards. I want um you oh to masturbate with her toothbrush. I want you like he's literally like degrading her in every sense what of the, the word. Fuck? Yeah, that's literally. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he wants he wants the only you know person to have fucked him straight after his wedding to be an escort. Oh 
So that is the kind of person, I mean, not kind of person, I'm not judging, I'm taking myself out of it, but that's like a funny story, right? Like, Jesus, that is, I mean, some of the stuff you told me that you've done, I'm like, oh God, I'm like, you're poor, you're poor, poor, soon to be wife. Yeah, Yeah. like she's going to be married to him. Yeah, I was like, like, she's got to find out at some point. I mean, hun, if you're listening, it's him, okay, no. I mean, I was like, how is she, does she not know by now? And and he was like, because I've cheated on all of my girlfriends and they've all found out and I've got so good at it now that I'm, wow. I can like hide it from her. Um, so, That's wow. So sad. <laughs> oh, you'd like, you'd want to like show up almost and be like don't do it but oh my god bum time I'm like I almost want to go and like just to see but obviously I'm not an escort I've never I've never been paid for Mm. sex by the way this is like where I draw the line personally for myself um Mm -hmm. but when someone offers you something like that you're like tell me more tell me more this is very interesting (laughs) like I was meant to know that could be a film (laughs) yeah like some dark comedy (laughs) wow I'd watch it I yeah. would watch it and I would want to see what happened at that fucking wedding. Mm. Oh, God. oh God. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Just wow. <laughs> yeah. That was just one that happened to me this week. Like if you yeah. come back to me in a couple of weeks time, there'll be more. I swear. It's like That's a lot. Mental. That is mental. Oh, Have yeah. you um, stripped for any famous people? That, can you say or can you bleep I, or? I, who cares? I mean, I don't care. Like no. yeah, a few people. I mean, my favorite I think my favorite was probably Anthony Joshua. Wow. Yeah, he was my favorite. Oh my God. That's, that is nice. That is very yeah. nice. Yeah, this is before, <laughs> jealous. This is before he was AJ, like the big person that he is. Mm. And I didn't even, no one knew who he was back then. Um, it was oh, a long time ago. And uh, mm. yeah, so that was pretty cool. But um, that is pretty cool. Lots of other people. I mean, everyone goes to strip clubs, especially when you're in that kind of yeah. lifestyle, you know? Mm. Um. But yeah, yeah, perks of the job, I guess. Oh, he's yeah, so definitely. fit. So fit. <laughs> yeah, he is. Mm, wow. <laughs> so hot. do you get any negative comments, like, from people? Um, and if so, if they know, like, how do you deal with that? Do you just have to fuck um, off? <laughs> oh, I mean, always. Everyone gets negative comments about mm. everything. Anything, you know, yeah. Whether you're a stripper or not. Like, and mm. I think, you know, part of the reason that I even... I've started the podcast is to kind of mm. branch out and kind of use the sex chat in a more positive way and to yeah. kind of bring to attention if anyone does listen to my fucking podcast that you know <laughs> that we aren't our jobs people who work in the sex industry you know this horophobia needs to fucking go mm. and and I think that we need to you know catch kids while they're young you know that's kind of really pervy but like almost <laughs> like you know train like kids up from like sex education yeah in schools and things like that that you know it it is okay to love your body and it's okay to Mm -hmm. have consensual fun you know yeah and 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 if you can have fun and make money from it and like it's also the people the guys especially guys like not meant man hating but the ones that usually will like watch porn or like they'll go to strip strip clubs that they're then like calling girls whores or like they just don't like it when i think women make money out of something that basically make money from them i think they, that's a big thing as well but i just don't get that i mean maybe <laughs> who knows I mean, maybe like the thing is I have, well i think that when it comes to porn even like mm. women it's it's like the the place in the world where women will get paid more than men yeah. you know porn is that is that 
job you know so it's mm. kind of like it is one of those things that women kind of do come out on top and yeah I don't know maybe that has got something to do with it but for me it's like something that I don't really think about too much but the, the negative comments you know I I don't show my face I don't put my myself mm-hmm. out there just because I'm balaclava not- great idea <laughs> Balaclava girl that's just started actually I don't, I don't, it wasn't my idea and I'm like thank fuck that even was a thing because you know there's been so many of my friends and like co-workers that have been on the podcast mm-hmm. that don't really want to be associated with what they they speak about on the podcast which is really mm-hmm. open candid anal or like open yeah. candid this you know so and you know they can always it can always be like drawn back to me through mm-hmm. the podcast so that's why I hide my face is just to kind of protect their yeah, for sure it's nothing to do with me and and that's what's kind of really sad about you know our these sexual conversations is you know conversations about you have sex. to yeah you have it. to be really careful because even now in 2020 there mm. is a massive problem which i forget about. as well because like i'm i have like a marketing job as like i always think about oh my god like when i'm on looking on linkedin everyone's so like professional and stuff and then i forget that like i'm on the podcast talking about best positions when you're doing anal and i'm like but then I think because I'm so also and you're surrounded in that community on Instagram and stuff, you just I forget there's a filter and I forget that like people aren't as open. And I think, but yeah, I get it is a difficult one, isn't it? It is very difficult. And and mm. it's like, where do you draw that line? Yeah. Do you like do you, you know, promote and talk about being so openly sexual while mm-hmm. hiding your face? It's a difficult thing, isn't it? Like or, yeah. or, or you know, worrying about your job, for instance. Um mm. because Muggles are one thing, and then the people in the sex industry or in the sex world is yeah. a different thing, <laughs> like you just said, you know. So yeah, mm. it is a difficult one. Hopefully, hopefully in the years to come, especially after Corona, people will realise that, that mm-hmm. you know there's worse things in life than a bit of anal, you know. Yeah, exactly. We are slowly yeah. getting better. This is this is very slow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so what would you say to people who are against like stripping and sex work? What would your message be to them? Read a book. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know like educate yourself like that would yeah. be the first thing I mean and against why you know and that's the kind of question I would I would ask um mm. obviously like in any job there is the negative sides you know like the kind of mm. I guess within the sex industry people talk about drinking drugs you know being forced to do it mm. being enslaved into slavery and all this other rubbish that comes out I mean obviously there are you know um people who don't want to be working in certain mm-hmm. aspects of the sex industry who do and that is not okay and I would never mm-hmm. ever promote or or you know um yeah be into anything to do with that you know there is always mm-hmm. dark sides of any industry um yeah but you know if a woman wants to do it and she's not hurting anyone just like anal just fucking do yeah, it you know exactly just, like what is wrong with you know if it's not hurting you then just <clears throat> people keep your noses out of like and it's like everything yeah it's like being homophobic racist like it doesn't affect you (laughs) you're not hurting anyone yes if you've got nothing nice to say just don't say it at all Mm -hmm. you know yeah I think the world would be a much kinder place if people would you know live by that rule you know Mm -hmm. for sure oh yeah sure Mm -hmm. so we um put up a little question box for our followers to see if they wanted to ask anything and we've actually had the most questions we've ever had um, oh, so yeah I'll read them out <laughs> go for it yeah so the first one is what actually goes on in the back rooms slash champagne rooms <laughs> Lucy one to start with first of all do they exist in every strip club they do I'm clueless they do no yeah they do I mean depending on 
which strip club you are in mm-hmm. there's different rules like anywhere right yeah um obviously uh, like i'm gonna say you know on record nothing nothing happens in them it's a very very above board place where nothing naughty happens <laughs> they just drink no. champagne <laughs> that's all they do there's no <laughs> knickers off at all um yeah i mean i mean i've seen things go on i mean like anywhere mm. there's there's ways to get around the cameras there's there's kind of little hiding spots and you can tip mm. a person here and tip a person there and they'll they'll keep a you know a blind eye to that or whatever so yeah um yeah it, and also it depends you know how much money you've got mm-hmm. one um and and who you know like anywhere it's like yeah. you know if you went to like a big club in london you went to like I don't know. I don't even go out anymore. I've forgotten all the club's names. Yeah, my God, I've forgotten <laughs> what a night out's like. <laughs> oh my God, like tape or somewhere like that in central London. And, yeah. you know, there's always rooms, extracurricular rooms, right? Mm. Or the box in Soho. There's there's going to be somewhere where there's something else going on. So the strip clubs are no different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair enough, yeah. Politically correct answer. Very good. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> how do, um, someone else has asked, how do I get into this work? Give me a message on Stripper Stories <laughs> podcast. Um, honestly, just ask questions. Ask other girls mm. who do it. Um, not everybody will be open to talking about it because obviously mm-hmm. not only is it like a, a taboo subject, but also, you know, it's kind of like having someone new come into your world who's fresh and yeah. green. It's, it's just always competition, isn't there? And sometimes mm. girls just don't really want to give a, another girl heads help, which yeah. I fucking hate. So, I mean, if you mm. if you want to know how to get into it, um just give me a message uh, that would be nice. like the first thing someone that is open to talking about it who works in the industry who knows what they're talking about yeah. i can tell you what to do and what not to do you know um exactly. because there's, you know, there's so many things i wouldn't have done if i'd have known mm. better you know so yeah nice yeah, love it me give me a message oh so the other we've got we've got so many i'm glad i put them all Go down for it. Um, do your family know what you do this is quite a personal one. You don't have to answer that one. No, no, no. Of course, I'm. I'm an open book. You're answering it. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, no, honestly, uh, my family don't. As in, some of my family do, and some of my family don't. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a need to know basis. Yeah. Um, I come from quite like a a strict, not strict background, but like a quite a religious background where mm-hmm. you know it wasn't just we weren't like very spiritual and hippie where, you know, dicks were dicks and pussies were pussies. Like we didn't really talk mm. about sex. I never talked about sex with my parents, you know? So yeah. um, we didn't even have sex education at schools back then. So I didn't even mm. know like what to do when it came to contraception, nothing like that. So for me, um, my like family that know about it are like my friends, you know, like my mm-hmm. really close friends. Um, but my like mum and dad and, you know, my sisters know, um, so yeah, it's just a, it's mm. kind of just a need to know basis. Need really. to know basis, like, yeah. I mean, my my parents know part of the stuff that I've I've done. You know, like working in a club, for instance, they've known I've done that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but then you know, it's like, why would you tell your parents like everything about you? Yeah. You know, it's like your your job is so personal and there's so many different facets to it. Especially when you're in the sex industry, you're not gonna be like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, mum. Like last week, I was on cam and this guy came <laughs> and started talking about bestiality and fucking his dog. Like you wouldn't like talk about that with your mum like you go see your mum for dinner like hey mum guess yeah. what <laughs> cup of tea bit of bit of bit of dogging I mean why not exactly <laughs> oh yeah not yeah need to know. yeah need to know need to know okay um and then someone said when you dance do you have a routine or do you just freestyle it oh I freestyle baby <laughs> I freestyle <Love> <laughs> 
So I think I think it's just yeah. I mean, you get your mm. you get you do have your like signature moves that you kind of you you the kind of your go to moves, the mm. things that you feel comfortable in, especially when you're wearing like twenty five inch heels, you know, all night. Wow. There's certain <laughs> things you can and cannot do. Um, but God, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think it depends on the song, depends who you're with, depends who's watching you, like, yeah, all yeah. those things. Always freestyle though. And I, obviously like you practice in your bedroom, don't you, before? Like you're like, when you're like a little baby stripper, you're like, what are my moves? Or <laughs> baby stripper. Like the girls, little yeah. baby stripper. Love yeah. that. <laughs> Do you have like your favorite song? I have lots of favorite songs. Like, Do they play Prince. like the same playlist, playlist all night, every night? Like, no, they have a DJ. Really oh, that's good. I was going to yeah. say that. Like, so really you have annoying. a DJ. <laughs> I fucking love the DJs as well. You give them 20. Obviously, that's really expensive for a song, isn't it, nowadays? Yeah. When you got money. But you give the DJ 20, you're like, put my song on, Dave. And Dave will be love like, it. okay. And then he'll put the song on. And then, it, then you just feel yourself. Yeah. Love good. it. Love it. Mm-hmm. So um, another one is the most money you've made in one night. Probably, I think about 10 grand. Wow. Yeah. That was back in the day, though. That was like years ago. That was my prime. That was was (laughs) when I was a young member stripper. Yeah, that was good. That was a good time. But it was, you know, things, it goes from like being like that to being like a lot less. You know, it's Mm. never going to be a consistent amount of money. And also, you know, that's one thing I will say about working in the industry is save your fucking money because you never know. Mm. A pandemic might be around the corner and you'll all be out of work. Right. So, these women who are, you know, struggling right now, who work in the industry, they're the ones that have been buying the Chanel's and the Louboutins and mm. other things and not thinking about, you know, yeah. other things. Um, so saving and pay your tax, you know. Pay your tax, yeah. Pay your tax. People haven't been doing that either. So that'll be a really mm. good start. Great so, advice. Great advice. Yeah, very, Great like advice for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, save your money, pay your tax, pay your taxes. don't drink. <laughs> Don't have any fun and just... (laughs) And you'll make it to your grave at a nice age. (laughs) And also you'll be 10 years in the industry and you won't be dead, okay? Yeah. (laughs) Um, I sound like the most boring stripper, but seriously, (laughs) I am. I haven't left the house in three days. Like, what what can I do? We're in a pandemic. We're in a pandemic. It's all all I've been saying all year. It's my excuse for everything. (laughs) We're living through history right now. Okay. (laughs) Are there rules in the club, like on appearance? Like, do you have to be a certain shape, like boob size? Is there like, are they like that? Or um, it depends on what club you work in, first of all, because mm-hmm. there's different rules, different clubs, like I said. But um, yeah. ultimately, what I've discovered is everything goes in a strip club. Like every type of man goes in there who has a different, you know, who mm. likes a different thing. You know, if they don't have variety in a strip club, then they're doing themselves a disservice. You know. Um, I I think that everything is beautiful and like thinking that the most, you know, the hottest in quote girl is going to earn the most money. That is an absolute fucking farce. Like what I've seen in these clubs, like you will never believe. And well, yeah, is, if you say you have loads of foot traffic, like men are into so many, like everyone's into so many different things. It'd be yeah, stupid having everyone looking the same. Yeah. And so, Mm. you know, they really have become a lot more um, diverse, I think. There's certain clubs that they're still stuck in the dark ages when it comes to, like, mm. twig, twig, really stern-looking women that just look like they just have to stick up their ass. Like, no one wants <laughs> to go and ha- hang out with those types of women, right? You want a nice, yeah. fun, bubbly, kind of mm. not-too-into-themselves person to hang out with. Um, For sure. And so, yeah, I, there's no, there's no like, blueprint for, like, being mm. a stripper. 
you know not at all that's good that's good yeah um and then two more um has anyone tried to not pay is that possible yes yes yeah. oh my god, oh god. <laughs> there's beyond beyond creepy cheapy men everywhere and uh... um but they never get away with it obviously there's bouncers everywhere so it's like and also that's another thing get your money up front <laughs> like yeah. you're before you take your clothes off, you don't, you don't, um, you know, you don't take your clothes off without the money being in your hand. Yeah. Um, every Wise. girl knows that. But there's obviously been other girls sometimes when they've had a drink or they're mm. really new and a guy will try and be like, oh, I didn't see enough pussy or I didn't see inside your asshole and up to your nose. So I'm going to pay you. You're like, seriously? Like, seriously? Oh, um, and this isn't just guys. This is girls as well. I've danced for girls who've been cheap as fuck too. So we're not like mm. being gender, you know, specific yeah. here um but yeah yeah that's happened before nice <laughs> god um the last question what's something guys do during a dance or your shift that you hate that bugs you or girls what is a girl like you doing in a place like this i'm oh, going to out of your poverty and i'm going to look after you and i'm like oh my eyes are like slowly rolling into the black of my head like oh, God. i'm getting, giving myself a migraine with this chat i get it but, get, but i need to i need to sit through it. i need the money like well even i'll just be like I'll stop well you don't there, need huh? the money but like yeah like oh no, I'm literally I will stop you there I am not shackled to this strip club I yeah. do not get you know marched here on a bus every day <laughs> like I come here on my own accord and I enjoy it so seriously stop pitying me yeah like, right? I made 10 I'm... grand in one night I don't need your help right <laughs> right but the thing is like these guys are just I just it's guys probably more their fantasy isn't it I guess oh my god the... it's like they think they're they're there to save you Heroes. and it's like uh yeah it's a lot it's honestly it hurts my eyes the thought of it the amount of oh, rolling God. it's done yeah. <laughs> um but i mean thank you for your concern but i probably earn more than you okay yeah Pun. literally yeah um well yeah we're coming up to the end but would you want to tell our listeners where they can find you Yes, well, we're basically anywhere that you listen to podcasts. So Apple, I'll be plugging Spotify. you. Be <laughs> yeah, amazing. Um, and we've got uh, stripperstories.com, which is our little website that we've got. Nice. And we've got YouTube and we're on Instagram and Twitter as well. Stripper Stories Pod. Everywhere. So, yeah, check us out. Yeah, for real. Oh, thank yeah. you so much for coming on. This has been great. Yeah, thank you for great. having me. Honestly, <laughs> I've been like, I've been checking you out for a while, babe. I've been like keeping my eye on you. And I'm like, oh, I'd like to go on that podcast. Yes, yes I'm, I'm so glad online. you slid in my DMs. Yes, of I'm going to come on in a few I'm days as well. Have you. I've got some very good questions for you too, hon. Love it. Oh, well, thank you. And um, Thank you for having me. Yeah, until next time, guys. Bye. Bye. I don't, I don't know how to stop recording.